All right. Welcome to Backdoor Cover. This is the second episode we're dropping this week with Can't Miss Mitch, with Peter the Irish Guy, with the legendary Algo. We're going to be picking the full Sunday slate today. Hold on one second. That's right. Mitch, Pete, what's good, fellas? It's the same thing. We're just here picking winners. It's what we do. Or in my case, losers, you know, just whatever. Where is Micah today? Uh, did he say something like he has an appointment or he's selling coffee or he's got a mortgage deal? I don't know. Mike is out there sweat boy and he's out there uh, grinding, making some monies. So, uh, he doesn't know the real money is here with the algo picks, putting paychecks on, uh, the NFL. Uh, so that's what we'd be doing. And that's how we're going to, uh, whatever. That's how I'm getting my private jet. I don't know about you guys. I love what you just said there. Brad, you did such a good job explaining how we were going behind the paywall on Patreon. Uh, it, this episode is free until week four. Boom. Uh, so we're giving folks a little preview because the algo has not fully dialed in this year's data. Tell me how I can find yeah. the backdoor cover fellas on Patreon. So right now is week two. You're going to get this same episode again on this channel on week three. Then week four, so two weeks from today, this is moving over to Patreon. And you can subscribe by going to patreon.com backslash backdoor cover. The link will be in the description of this podcast uh, in the episode description. Uh, it's $5 a month right now. You're going to get two episodes of content, which will be our primary, which will be this episode, which is a full Sunday slate. You'll also get a second episode the Monday night. And the Sunday night, we'll, we'll have our picks and we'll have algo picks. Mitch is going to drop the full list of outputs from the algo each week early enough for you to get to your bookie, get your books, your bets placed. Uh, it's basically going to be your gambling hub. hub. So, uh, yeah, you're going to make $5 in like one second flat uh, every single month using our picks. So get over there, get subscribed. This is how we're going to make moves. And, uh, yeah, let's ride, baby. That was perfectly well said. Do we just jump right into this game? Because I'm excited so, about the Bucks at New Orleans Saints. Uh, this line opened up at New Orleans laying four and a half, which was pretty high in my opinion. Uh, that number is now down to two and a half. So definitely some action uh, coming in on the Saints. In fact, we've got 60% of the money coming in on New Orleans Guys, th- this game feels like it might be a little closer than than how we think this is going to go down just on the point spread alone. Yeah, the the Cowboys game kind of laying into this, you know, the Cowboys aren't going to be that bad. They fucking just laid an egg, right? And it, things got out of hand and it looks terrible and the game, you know, kind of got away from them. So it seems like, oh, well, Tampa will just do that to everybody. Not in New Orleans, they won't be doing that. Um, this is going to be a really close game. So the way, you, so it's it, the Saints are getting two at home, two and a half. Saints are getting two and a half. Um, yeah, this is a difficult game. I'm in two minds here. Um, part of me says, no, I'm going to stick with. It. I'm going to. I'm going to say that Tampa wins this game by. I think six or seven points. So I'm going to take Tampa. I think Tampa are going to be are going to be really, really good, and they're going to be difficult to beat. Still, don't know a lot about the Saints. 
They kind of got things together late, obviously, against the Falcons, managed to pull that out, but um, I'll take Tampa. Yeah, I mean, this the big thing that we thought about the Saints going into the season was that they have this elite defense, and Mariota kind of t- carved them up, ran for a bunch of yards. Like, that offense was fairly potent in Atlanta, and we went into the season thinking Atlanta was primarily a joke. Uh, on the other side of the ball, the Cowboys just got dominated. And I don't think that it's getting better anytime soon. Dak's out for whatever, six, eight weeks with a hand surgery. But regardless, uh, I, I think Tampa is that good. I think that their defense is that good, um, despite the Cowboys laying a huge shit on a Sunday night. Uh, I, I like Tampa in this spot, but not so fast. New Orleans gives them fucking fits. New, New Orleans always gives them trouble. And I just, yeah, I think I'm did. going with matchup history in this one. And uh, I like New Orleans to get them. Yeah. I think Tom Brady, what we saw out of him is what New England fans can remember on a, a lot of moments. And obviously we remember great moments, but Tom looked like crap. He was 18 for 27. 212 yards. He had a touchdown and an INT. He didn't look great. He really didn't. And if you told me that the Bucks would score 19 points, I would have bet my mortgage mm. on Dallas. My mortgage on Dallas. I don't know what was going on with the play calling, but nobody showed up for Dallas. It just looked brutal. It really did. The offensive line looked terrible. Although Zeke, I mean, he was averaging, you know, five yards uh, on the ground. I just don't understand what happened. Obviously, on a penalty side, they I think they had 10 penalties. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Tampa, fine. I, I just I think I think you guys are right. It's hard to judge both teams on this. Mm. That being said, I like the Saints here getting points. I think the Bucs are overrated. And I like Winston. He looks good. Jarvis Landry had a big, big day. Yeah. I think the Saints are going to pull this one off. I'm going to ride with the public here and take New Orleans. The algorithm has a very close game. Tampa Bay winning 26 to 24. So you're getting a half a point of value on New Orleans. Keep in mind, guys, as we get closer to Sunday and the lines move, the picks could possibly change. So just understand that. Anything you guys want to add on that game? Michael Thomas is coming out hot too. So, I, I mean, New Orleans yeah, is, look is good. I think you're right, Brian. Like, it's a it's a hard game to pick, and Tampa have struggled to go in there. I think everyone kind of just struggles when they go in there to win. It's I a mean, nightmare, yeah. Tough place to go play, tough place to win a game. Um, yeah, I just I think Tampa are, are better than New Orleans, and I'll I'll go with that. That's it, really. Fair enough. Uh, our New England Patriots uh, on the road against the Steelers. Uh, who magically pulled one out of their hat after Burrow, you know, threw a trillion interceptions and they were still in the game. Uh, certainly an upgrade uh, from Big Ben. This line opened Bonk. up at Pittsburgh uh, getting one and a half points. Uh, I'm seeing two. So money's clearly it's kind of is it moving here on the Patriots. No. I mean, Pete, no. what's your what's your take on New England here? Are you sure it opened that? I heard it opened at New England minus four. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm seeing on Vegas Insider. 
Okay. Those right. are those Irish so bookies. It's, so it's new. What's the line right now? Uh, it's New England laying two Minus across two. most books, yeah. and FanDuel has New England laying two and a half. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, this line is. I mean, it's, it seems bonkers to me, um, considering the Steelers just went in and beat the Bengals on the fucking road. Uh, the Patriots look like dog shit in Miami, and now we got to go on the road to Pittsburgh, and somehow we're the favorite. It's yeah, it's a very bizarre line. I hate picking Patriots games. I hate picking Patriots games, obviously, because we're too emotionally involved. Um, if I try to stay out of that, I don't see how you take New England here. You'd ha- The only pick is Pittsburgh. That's the only pick. The defense is going to be really good. The quarterback at home, they, the quarterback won't probably have to do a whole lot. Uh, they'll run the ball a bunch. They'll get their completions where they do. And I think New England probably struggle again offensively. Steelers deal be run around. So the only pick I think is Pittsburgh. I think the only thing to highlight here is Pittsburgh's defense because there's not a whole lot of other highlights on either side of the ball here. The only problem with uh, picking uh, Pittsburgh is that Najee Harris, the, the all-star running back, uh, is injured, I believe, and will be out for this game. I don't know that that really makes a huge difference, and I'm with you, Pete. I think I like Pittsburgh in this spot just because of that defensive factor. Um, I didn't like what I saw from New England. I wasn't expecting to see anything great last week, and they, they kind of – just confirm my biases. So one of my very few picks of uh, correct picks last week was the New England game. And I think I'm going to go with uh, with Pitt in this spot at home. Yeah, Mitch, before you, you jump in, one thing that I didn't like to hear already, and I don't know how fucking true it is, but it was on a New England sports radio station, was fucking um, owner Kraft apparently inputting himself in the Kendrick Bourne situation and the fact that Bourne isn't getting any any playing time over some kind of argument whether that stems from preseason between him and Belichick and him not showing up him showing up late um, and he only he only played what like fucking two offensive snaps or something like that in the first game he didn't play a whole lot and Kraft apparently having a meeting with Belichick telling him he has to play so I, it could be complete garbage because it sounds like garbage to me. That doesn't sound like something Kraft would do, but I hate that the story is out there. Uh, it's a weird story. Like, on, honestly, it's also Kendrick Bourne. Like, yeah, who like cares? Exactly. Who cares about any of these receivers? Nobody is good. Nobody <laughs> is good. Let me tell you something. That INT in the end zone with Parker, a good receiver goes up and gets that ball. Mm. The thing with Parker is he'll catch it if he's open, but he can't, he's not one of those guys that's going to go up and get that ball. Look, this new England team stinks. We knew it. We knew this offense was going to be terrible. Patricia doesn't know what he's doing. And it absolutely shows. I mean, they scored seven points. And the problem here is Mac Jones is injured. You talk about Harris injured. Mac Jones is back is hurt. Okay, that is a major problem. By the way, does anybody know if uh, if Watt, is he back? Was that like a... Uh, I thought that was uh, just a torn a quick... pectoral. He may be out for a minute. He's, he's oh. out for eight weeks. Oh, that's not good. That's not good. Um, so Mac, Mac looks hurt. Uh, Cole Strange, where was that guy? He did an absolutely terrible job on the line. That What a terrible, terrible pick that was. I can't stand what we have not done in the draft side of the table. Um, and our off season has been terrible. Um, 
I like Pittsburgh here to win this football game because New England stinks. And I think New England is going to be really fighting with the Jets for the bottom of the AFC East. We're that bad. We are that bad. Uh, I don't like this football team. Uh, The algorithm has a very, very close game here. It does have New England winning uh, 22 to 20. And let me tell you, when I say this, I'm rounding. It's literally 0.35 points of value on Pittsburgh. So closely follow this line. Uh, It goes over two and a half. And you've got to take Pittsburgh if it drops from you know two points below, maybe one and a half. Uh, you got to flop and and take Pittsburgh. So very, I mean, this is the closest margin I've seen to a non-bet uh, on the value index. So maybe perhaps a a stay away for for some smart betters here. Nice. What's next? Uh, yeah, uh, interesting. Division game, we've got Indianapolis on the road against the Jaguars, who looked good at some moments last week. And, you know, you had a lot of drops by uh, Etienne. Uh, The Jaguars opened up at getting five and a half money coming in on them. It's now uh, they're a four point uh, home dog. Uh, Do the Colts come back with a vengeance and uh, put a stomping on this team? Pete, I know what you think. Why don't you let us hear it? Let's let's hear it. I mean, you know what I'm going to say. Let them have it. Yeah, I mean, no is the answer. They don't. Like the Jags win outright this game. The Jags are. I think. I think the Jags are better than the Colts. I think the Jags are going to be decent. They 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 played a really close game. They were in it for a long time. They had the lead late in that game. I think the Commanders are going to be pretty good. They're going to be. I don't think many teams are going to go into Washington and win there. Um, so I think that's going to turn out to be a tough place to go and win win football games. I think Trevor Lawrence is is pretty good. Uh, as you said, Machine needs to fucking stop throwing it so hard at these receivers to, so it's easier to catch. But I think the Jags as a home dog, it, it, that's a lot of points. And, yeah, I'd be all over Jacksonville in this one. So I like Indy, which is probably not a surprise. And here's why. Indy put up 17 points in the fourth quarter, putting up total 20 total versus the Texans. I think that they're just getting their feet under them. I think it was a lot like Denver in that they've got a new quarterback and some new people on their staff. I think that they are slow starting, but that they will be consistently good on offense and that they've got a good defense and they've got a good offensive line. Uh, Pittman looked great. Nine receptions, 121 yards and a touch. Jonathan Taylor looked like his same old self as last year. I think that they've got the superior talent I think that they, I think Jacksonville is going to be too inconsistent because they're young. And I think because of that, uh, Indy is going to beat them and cover this. I was so wrong last week, and we all knew it when I'm talking about that Kansas City game and I'm talking about the short side. The short side is betting against the money. Okay, let's get that right. I don't know what was going on in my brain. We all knew it. You guys didn't want to call me out, but that's 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 what taking the short side is, is betting against the money. Okay, the money is heading on Jacksonville, and this is the ultimate short side bet to take the Colts. I love the Colts here. They're absolutely going to trample, trample the Jacks. And I like what you said. I'll echo your thoughts. I think the amount of yards that Indianapolis put up 
Um, they're going to demolish the Jaguars. They just weren't able to kind of finish uh, the Texans off who really were trying to give that game away late. And Matt Ryan will do the Matt Ryan things. But I like this Colts team. You've got the best running back uh, in the league. And I think the Colts run away with this. Four points is a gift. This is my lock of the week. I love, 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 love the Colts. Uh, the algorithm, Pete, you will appreciate this. Bananas to me. Mm. You've got uh, Jacksonville winning this game outright 21 uh, to 20. In fact, yeah, it's be, actually I'd calling. Over. I'd be all over money line and spread here. This is an, this is an easy game, easy pick for me. Uh, I think the Colts put up points late in that game. The game was out of hand. The Texans had it fucking won. And they kind of went nuts late, which tends to happen that they pulled out miracles late in the fourth quarter to somehow fucking keep it close against a Texas team that aren't very good. Jacksonville were winning the game in Washington for a long time. Uh, I think Jacksonville will go home and, and, and win. A lot of money line money on on uh, on Jacksonville. That's for sure. You're, you're definitely uh, those odds, by the way, on Jacksonville plus 175. So Almost mm. double your money there. Tasty. Very tasty. Uh, Miami on the road against Baltimore. That line, Baltimore laying three and a half. No real movement there. What do we think here? Yeah, tough game to pick. Two good defenses. Uh, the Dolphins have a have a bunch of weapons on offense they look pretty good they look great um however saying that i think the ravens are a super bowl contender i think going into baltimore to win ball games is going to be really difficult i think the other thing is with that, this ravens team with lamar jackson you're they're never out of games they're going to be able to score points uh, and score a lot of them, and they're going to be able to come back as well, If even if they find themselves down in this game. And I don't think they're a team that would ever panic. Uh, three and a half is a comfortable enough number for me. I'm going to take Baltimore. Yeah, I like Baltimore in the spot as well. Uh, I'm with you, Pete. I, I think they are Super Bowl contenders, and I think that they kind of coasted versus the Jets. I think they went into that knowing they're playing versus Joe Flacco and really a bunch of B-teamers in the New York Jets. Although, they, like you said, they've had some good drafts lately, but it just hasn't all come together yet. And I think uh, Baltimore uh, pretty comfortably takes care of Miami after uh, Miami coming off a high beating, uh, pit, uh, beating uh, New England. So, Yeah, I think um, we're kind of all in the same camp here. It just seems like the Ravens are getting going. Uh, I don't know where Andrews was. He didn't have a great game. I expect big things from him in, in this game. He had definitely. Five a, yeah, it was. It, I'm with you, Mitch. Like you didn't really. He didn't stand off the page, but he still it was had late. Five for they were 52. they were late. They were late. He 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 was he was essentially irrelevant in the game, in my opinion. But um, that that you know, I think he had two receptions while they were up, and. Uh, the, the other receptions came pretty late in the ball game. I like Baltimore to run away with this game. Miami got, I will say, as bad as uh, New England looked, a lot of their points were scored. I think they had 10 points off of turnovers. Um, I think they're going to have problems in in Baltimore. Uh, this, is a, this is a good defense, though, uh, in Miami, and this is a true test for them. We'll see who's uh, one of those per peripheral 
uh, contenders in Miami to see if they're really a playoff team. The algorithm uh, has Miami actually winning this game outright uh, 22 to 20. So you're getting uh, close to uh, five, five, five points, points of value uh, on Miami. Nice. One of the call out, uh, Devin Duvernay, uh, Longhorn. Uh, hometown hero really kind of jumped off the page had two touchdowns last week for baltimore so uh some guys filling in the spots for uh some of the departing folks off of uh, baltimore's receiving core yeah he he looked really good he obviously the jets aren't great uh they've got a young uh they've got a bunch of young folks in the uh, uh on the d-back side of the ball and blown coverage all over the place he yeah. was wide open i mean they were <laughs> They were they were non-contended. Um, I actually like this next game. The uh, commies on the road against Detroit. Me too. Uh, Detroit uh, opened up as a two and a half point dog, and that money is now shifted. Detroit is the favorite, laying one and a half. What do we think here? Yeah, this is a difficult game. Another difficult fucking game to pick with a close line. I think Carson Wentz looked awesome in week one and nobody likes them. Uh, nobody likes the commanders. Um, I don't think they'll get a lot of love from a lot of people, which makes sense. Right? All the money's on Detroit. Detroit. Everyone fucking loves Detroit because of hard knocks. And um, yeah, this is a difficult game to pick. If uh, I think I'm going to go with the commanders getting points here. I think the lions are going to, continue to maybe struggle and find ways to lose games. I think Ron Rivera is just going to coach the commanders better, going to make better decisions. I think Wentz is better than people, you know, give him credit for that game at the end last season has a big red mark on, on his name and no one fucking likes him, but he looked good. He doesn't, you know, if he stays healthy, he won't turn the ball over a lot. Commanders just have a few more weapons. I'll take Washington. Pete, I'm with you. And it, it, it feels like I'm, uh, whatever, admitting that I like rollerblading or something, that I like Carson Wentz. Like, but I watched <laughs> him play that's last. That's a perfect analogy. I'm like that's embarrassed, but I watched him play and I thought he looked great. I thought he looked yeah, fantastic. He and he played really well. Uh, they looked inspired. I think Washington looked really good, actually. And if you look at their skill positions, uh, Antonio Gibson's not anybody to write home about, but I mean, he's serviceable. But then you look at Terry McLaurin, you look at Curtis Samuel, and you look at the rookie and Joe, is it awesome. Jahan? Johan, whatever you call this guy's name, he's got incredible hands, had two touchdowns. I think that they're spicy, man. And I think that they could come out and really surprise some folks. And I, I'm a uh, rollerblade-loving, Carson Wentz-loving Washington uh, Commanders uh, backer this week. I like both of these blue-collar teams. It definitely feels like that, you know. Um, and I like Detroit, what they did last week. I think I was spot on with, you know, their skilled position. Swift looked outstanding. They looked great on the offensive side of the ball. They did not look great on the defensive yeah. side of the ball. I mean, giving up 38 points, um, that's not good. However, the Eagles, I think, like I said early for the NFC uh, over under preview, uh, I thought the Eagles were going to be a phenomenal offensive team. They clearly are. A.J. Brown, definitely a beast. beast. And I don't necessarily think that Washington is going to pose as many problems as they will on the offensive side of the ball. Um, Carson Wentz, obviously being, you know, one dimensional, you know, hurt still. It's got the capability to, to uh, run on the ground. 
I like Detroit here at home uh, to get their uh, first win. I really, really like this team, especially uh, this week. I'll be taking Detroit. The algorithm has Detroit winning outright 29 to 25. So a high scoring affair uh, by both. We've got Seattle on the road against San Francisco and good God, Peter, I knew Trey Lance was a fucking bust. God damn it. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jump on that boat just yet. I mean, he's played one fucking game in and the he stinks. Absolute, in the absolute torrent. I don't care. Downpour rain on the sloppiest, worst field in the United States of America. I don't I've never seen a field take that much water and look so bad from fucking rain it was horrendous no one could have played in those conditions and um, i think there was a big play in the game when san francisco i watched a lot of this game san francisco were up 10-3 and uh they, they had been the fucking bears hadn't been able to fucking do a thing like hadn't moved the ball an inch i actually have san francisco as my defense and fantasy so i was loving it they just hadn't been able to do a fucking thing and um, and it was third and long. San Francisco brought pressure, and it was kind of late in the third. Fucking Fields ran around. It looked like San Francisco were going to get him, but we're going to sack him multiple times. He then breaks out to the left and throws all the way across his body mm. over the far side to wide open our receiver. Like, if that play doesn't happen, San Francisco would have continued to win that game, and the Bears probably don't don't score and don't do anything that play turned everything the bears no it wasn't the, the bears went on to oh, to then continue to score outside that was the turning play of the game there was fields breaking uh to uh against all of the rush and then heaving it to a wide open receiver that was the difference in the game that scored points enough can't be I, said with the play i just i just said or you were saying on the other side of the ball no, I was saying I said Fields. I said they were. I said Fields drop back late in the third and hit the wide open guy. That was the play that turned the game. The Bears hadn't done jack shit to that point. Yeah, they had it. So, so here's what I think. Regardless, this is a it's a trade. It's a lot of points, and it, when there's this many points, I normally wouldn't take them. But I'm going to take the 49ers in this spot. I think. It's going to be a completely different story with Seattle on the road here. Uh, in 49ers, it's going to be a horrible place to play. That defense is really, really fucking good. Geno Smith had the game of his he career incredible. Yeah. at home, completed everything, played about as perfect as he could, and they still should have fucking lost if not for two goal line fumbles. Denver should have won the game. Um, I think the 49ers win comfortable here at home. The 49ers Bears game is a throwout. Like it was raining yeah, so hard that the paint that on the field wore off, and they had to put yeah. digital markings on the screen so that the audience could see what the field markings were. It's like how far <laughs> ten yards were. Like it was so bad that legitimately it ruined the television product. So let alone like that's just not those are not conditions that you can take away from and say, okay, this is something I will expect to happen in the future. That's not right. Trey Lance. And, and that's not that defense. Like that's just not how I see yeah. the 49ers playing out. I think it's a complete anomaly. And I think that they come out and defend home. I think they kind of take it out on uh, Seattle. I think they make them pay for a frustrating week. Uh, 
a lot of people just piling on San Fran, and, and rightfully so. The Bears are stinkers, but uh, I think they write the ship here, and I think Seattle uh, is a whipping post for them. What's the spread again, yeah. Mitch? Nine uh, that line big. is nine and a half across most books. Okay. Well, I'm still riding. Yeah, I think it's just too many points. I see this, you know, this is a, a divisional matchup. Uh, Gino looked great because for the first time in his life, he's got an incredible receiver in Metcalf. Mm. Throw that guy anywhere near and he's going to get it. I don't care if you're a linebacker and most likely you're probably going to be an undersized safety. Metcalf will get that ball. So, of course, Gino looks good. That's obvious. So, I think... You know, the decision-making, clearly he's matured. He's got great coaching in Pete Carroll. I think San Francisco is due for an absolute letdown. The Mm. wrong quarterback is starting. I'm sorry. I would be starting Jimmy G. Lance is too young here. I am benching Lance, if not dropping him on my fantasy team. He stinks. I didn't see enough out of him. I don't care if it was raining, snowing, sunny. He Mm. looked fucking terrible. I like the Seahawks way, way too many points for the second week in a row. The algorithm has Seattle winning this game outright (laughs) 25 to 22. And for the second week in a row, Seattle is the number one highest on the value index. You're getting almost 13 points of value on Seattle. That is pretty remarkable and pretty crazy. All right. We've got two games left. Uh, We've got Arizona on the road against the Raiders. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the Raiders are a better team than what they looked like last week. Chargers are a good football team. Uh, this line opened up at Raiders laying three and a half. That number is now up to five and a half. Ooh. It's a big number. That's a large number. Mitch, I will have to say this. That was a fantastic segment that you just did. Uh, your Seattle rant was absolutely, uh, it was magic. So good job by you there. Uh, Pete, I hope you don't mind me jumping in here, but I like the Cardinals in the spot. Uh, five and a half, I think, is a little too much. I do like this Vegas team, but uh, the Cardinals, you know, while they they did get whipped by the Chiefs, I saw some bright spots on the on the field for them, and I think that they're going to be a a, a a competent team. I think they cover five and a half. Yeah, um, I don't think so. I think things are going to go. I can see things going poorly for yeah. Arizona. And I think the coach that probably needs to be most worried about is not having a job soon is probably the guy that's the head coach at, at, at the Arizona Cardinals, that uh, really good-looking guy from Texas Tech. And um, I think there's just bad mojo. There's bad mojo with the quarterback. Yeah. Um, I think the Raiders are really good. I think you're right, Mitch. I think the, the Raiders are a good team. It's going to be tough to go into that that venue and win. I think the Raiders win this probably by two touchdowns, so I'm going to take both for Las Vegas. Devontae Adams yeah. looked amazing last yeah. night. Yeah, as, as good as the Raiders look, the Raiders do the Raider things, and Carr does. Carr's just not a winner. I'm sorry. He isn't. He just doesn't have it in him. And Micah always refers to him as a beta cock. I, I think he is. I, I just don't see him as a winner. When I look at Kyler Murray's stats from last week, they weren't great, They were, but they weren't terrible. They weren't terrible. The problem is they could not get a run game going, and how could they? They were down. Why would they? So I think it's a little bit of an overreaction with 
uh, with Kingsbury uh, potentially losing his job. They were in a bad situation right off the bat. They could not run the ball and control this clock. I mean, they put up near 300 yards. They just gave up close to, to 500 <laughs> as I think Raiders win this football game, but I think it's a three or four point game. I'm going to take uh, the uh, five and a half points and I'll be riding on the underdog Arizona Cardinals. The algorithm has the Raiders winning 25 to 24. Uh, so you're getting some points of value on Arizona. Uh, pretty strong. Uh, the last game. Uh, before we have an additional episode that we will be releasing. Well, Sunday, we'll do that Sunday. It'll be Sunday um, night but, football and Monday. But for those that are on the Patreon, you will have access to all of the algos outputs. And I will put that up ASAP for you to make all your picks. Um, yeah. I don't know how to even judge this next game uh, with, you know, rush, uh, at quarterback starting here. I mean, it's, you know, this line to me, Cincinnati opened up as a one and a half point favorite, which if Dak was playing, that would be, you know, kind of a head scratcher. Um, that line is now Cincinnati laying seven and a half. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. One and a half sounds quite tasty. Seven and a half. Not so fast. Although still, man, I think this Dallas team is a dumpster fire. I think that they are reeling after last week. Uh, they couldn't have gotten any worse news. I think that they're in the dumps, and I just don't think that they bounce back. I don't think that they have the backbone or whatever. The I don't think that they persevere with this. So uh, I think they fold up and, and quit and uh, are chasing that number one draft pick uh, with because they don't got much else to look forward to. So uh, I like uh, Cincy in the spot. Yeah, I think I think you know the long term in terms of Cooper Rush playing a number of games, um, I don't think it'll probably turn out great. However, in this spot, the immediate impact, yeah. I think is going to have a, a rallying you know, effect on the Cowboys. They laid an absolute stinker week one. They won't do it again this week or next or, you know, for week two against the Bengals. Bengals a good team. They're coming into town. The defense for the Cowboys is going to understand that they have to keep the Bengals out of the end zone as much as possible, right? They're probably going to, you know, it's going to be a thing of, listen, our offense, who knows how many points they're going to score. we got to stop the Bengals. So I love Dallas here with all of these points at home. I think it's going to also make the kind of game plan a little even simpler. Mm. They're just going to fucking hand the ball off a ton, Dallas will. And I think that's a better formula for them to try and win. So I'll take the points. I don't necessarily think the Cowboys are going to win, but I'll take the seven and a half. Yeah, not a bad take. Uh, I just look at handing the ball off to Zeke or Pollard. Uh, Cincinnati did a phenomenal job last week against Claypool. They contained Harris. Harris really didn't do much on the ground. Claypool was actually the leading rusher put up 36 yards, Harris 10 for 23. So I look at Cincinnati's defense as being very good. Um, again, the Cincinnati offense uh, last year, they only were averaging, you know, 20 points a game. So uh, low scoring games, 
I just think when I look at the amount of interceptions that Burrow threw, which was four, the guy threw for 338 yards. You would think that Cincinnati should have just one of those picks. They should have won. And then, you know, uh, if he just throws one, they win by double digits. I don't see how Dallas can hang around here at all. I think Cincinnati absolutely blows the door open. And, you know, perhaps you're right. But here's the thing. When you're a better, you take smart games. And this isn't a smart game to take. This is a backup (laughs) quarterback. And for anybody that's been listening to the algo and what I always say, we do not bet on games with a backup quarterback because there's no data. So I'll give an algo pick, but the algo picks irrelevant because it's with Dak. And it's got a slight advantage uh, on Dallas. Well, lots of value on Dallas. It has Dallas winning this game, but um, it's got seven points of value on Dallas. But that seven points to me is erased with Rush. And and so to me, this is a I I am not counting this game uh, against the algo because I always take those games off with the with a backup quarterback. Uh, But I think the Bengals kill this team. I think this is only the smartest of the smart are going to figure out that Dallas is the play here. This is the rallying cry. I think everyone's going to be all over the Bengals with the backup QB. Uh, Dallas are going to play out of their skin across the board in every other position. But like I said, it may only last this week. I wouldn't think the same thing next week or the week after. I think the initial first game, I'll take that. If that young nucleus of Dallas's defensive team, defensive unit, and Parsons and Diggs can kind of whatever, put their heels in the dirt and carry this team, I think that that's really the only bright spot that I'm looking at for these guys. So uh, I'll be impressed if they can hang on, but I don't expect it. I think since he runs them off. Well, guys, let's go make that money. Uh, for those who signed up on the Patreon, thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, we'll find you on the other side of the paywall soon enough. And thanks so much for joining us. Boys, it's it's always good to chat sports with you. Always a pleasure, my man. Thanks, guys, for your time. Take it easy. All right, y'all. Check out a Patreon, patreon.com backslash backdoor cover. It's in the episode description of this podcast. Thank you for listening. Have a good one. All right, boys.